M.A. taught you the five-point palm exploding heart technique? Of course he did. Why didn't you tell me? I don't know. Earbuds and Earworms, the podcast about the music less traveled by this pop-obsessed host, Amy, who can't spell psychedelic, and... Me, Jason, the psychedelic rock and disco aficionado. We made it another week, Jason. We did, yay! It's another week. Our podcast is officially out of its youth now. Right, this podcast just turned 30. You're listening to episode 30, everybody. Our podcast is an adult. Dirty thirty. <laughs> Dirty thirty. <laughs> what you been doing this week? My half of the podcast is still really immature mentally <laughs> and emotionally. Um this week I went to a special event. They have goats and baby goats. And they brought these goats to this nursery and it was it was a big event. And you just went and held these little baby goats. But uh I went with my friend Katie and we Cuddled some goats and a goat and a pink dress crapped on me. Congratulations. I think that's a sign of good luck. I think it is. Just like with birds, <laughs> goat crap uh, is very is very lucky. Luckily, it's in pellet form, so it just kind of bounced off my jeans. Yeah. I've washed these jeans, by the way. <laughs> so <laughs> she's looking away. Also this week, you, you folks may remember that I met my half-sister, Samantha, in Florida a little while ago. She brought something up that I had done research into my father's side of the family. When I looked back at those emails, I re- this is from seven years ago. I realized I have two half sisters on my from my dad. Mm-hmm. So I've spoken to them on Facebook this week. They're super excited. Hey, Stacy and Stephanie, <laughs> I'm your brother. I'm weird. You're stuck with me. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I also apparently have another brother. Cool. A brother from another mother. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Literally. Too obvious. No, th- that's fine. Um, so tell me about your week. Well, um, not much is going on this week for me, but I did notice this like 10 bands, 10 bands you've seen thing, which I did not participate in. I know you participated in. <laughs> well, I, I know it's bait for me. I almost have to. Then when I posted my 10 bands, one of these is a lie, you know, thing or whatever my friend brooke guessed the right one first guess like within five minutes of me posting and that was Joni mitchell i've never seen her live yeah i was just thinking like it's a way to humble brag because nobody wants to well i did see like a couple people post in sync but nobody wants to like talk about the bands also i thought it was like kind of exclusionary in a way because like you don't see alexis on fire or you know, September 22nd or Holy Gallows or Dead Soldiers. It's only like really famous bands. So I was like, mm, I've seen a lot of live music, but I haven't seen a lot of big bands because I'm cheap, Jason. I'm cheap. Well, and some people may not even want 
or be able to go out and see bands. I've seen a lot of that in the wake of this whole 10 bands thing. Some people are like, ah, I don't want to be in public. I haven't seen 10 bands ever. Or <laughs> I, you know. I see the Southside Supper Club every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was bragging about that, but I was like, I guess it's, I, I mean. I saw them at the farmer's market downtown a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I like them. Anything with an accordion, really. It's it's a really good band. Also, clarinet. That's for that's for you, Jeff. Clarinet. We had a listener submitted theme this week. It is a listener submitted theme, and it is all about weird love songs. Yes, indeed. So, what is what is weird love songs to you? What does that mean? Um. Well, I guess that is kind of hard to describe, but I would say anything that's a love song that kind of has a weird angle or I want I, when selecting songs, I definitely threw out torch songs, and I threw out like broken hearted songs usually, because you know there's some broken hearted songs where the person's kind of like loves that they loved this person, but it's over, and so those I like I'm like okay those work. So yeah, it's really hard to describe what a weird love song is, but I went for a weird love song, and you went for a super weird love song. So, Jason, how have we come to Weird Love Songs? Weird Love Songs was sent in by Asia, actually. Yeah, it was in her last email. This she is... sent us an email, and we're we're excited about the theme. Yeah. <laughs> you sounded super excited there, Jason. I, I, I had to go through a lot of stuff. It took me a lot of research. <laughs> it did? It did. Really? I actually had to go through a whole Frank Zappa album. <laughs> What's your weird love song, Jason? Wowie Zowie by Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention. Wowie Zowie, baby, you're so fine. Wowie Zowie, baby, please be mine. Wowie Zowie, up and down my spine. I don't even care if you brush your teeth. Oh my god. I enjoy all the fun instruments on this record. Zappa is definitely make, making fun of some doo-wop here. I don't think he is. He is. I think he's loving it. He, he is. He's. It's like a hyperbole kind of. It's like purposefully cheesy. I think he's just like reveling in. You know like how a chinchilla rolls in dust? I think that's what Frank Zappa is doing with doo-wop. <laughs> he's rolling in the doo-wop. Ew. Um, <laughs> I just kind of feel like. Uh, he's, he's so head over heels for this person that he doesn't, he doesn't care about anything else. That's what the song is about. I kind of felt like it was, um, reminiscent of the Beatles when I'm 64 in theme. I kind of see where you're going with that. Yeah. It's like, okay, eventually you're going to have like the dragon breath in the morning and you know, your may, your grooming may slip off a bit. Although I don't think you have to shave your legs to really, uh. Be accepted by your He partner. doesn't care if you shave your legs. That's I know, the line. but I'm just saying. Is he's, there's he doesn't impli- care if your dad is a he. <laughs> I just find that the implication is he might prefer shaved legs. I'm just saying. 
I, I understand that. Leg hair is very, very, very politicized. Ask any art school kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. So tell us about your pick, Amy. Well, I'm bringing Yellow Ostrich's Ghost. I've been using you for years. Even as you disappear from my mind, my favorite goals, my pride. I stumble till I'm What happened was Everybody Lauren suggested whale from Yellow Ostrich, and then I fell in, like, this yellow ostrich hole, and I, like, yeah, it was a fine hole, okay? Stop making that face. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I just found this song, like, whenever the theme came up, I was like, huh, I really like this song, and it's, it's, um, it's a very strange love song, because it's like, okay, I look around, and I love you, and it's definitely over... But I see you everywhere. And, you know, it's I'm so tired of you, but you're imprinted on everything I see. So I found it to be like a love song. You know, like, right when you first break up, like, this could be a breakup song. But I don't think it's really a breakup song because it's like the impression people leave on you. Right. It's not about breaking up or being together. It's about way, way after this relationship. Right. This person is still seeing remnants of this, uh, of their lover places It just seems like the singer wants to be over their ex, but they can't do it. Right. And, you know, I think everybody has those, like, super important relationships in their lives that they carry with them forever. And that's kind of how I felt about this one. Like, there's no real anger directed at the previous lover, but it's like, you know, I still see you everywhere. And I have, like, exes that I'm like, oh, yeah, like... This happened with this guy or, you know, stuff like that. And that's, it kind of is like the, when you kind of put like a little capsule around something in your heart, like you still love it, although it doesn't need to like get into the rest of your life. Right. Like that it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there's been a couple of relationships with that, that I've kind of like that person will always be in my heart kind of thing, but they're not right for me. Right. Or it didn't work out for whatever reason. Right. But I think you can still take all those good feelings and carry them with you and still, like, see, like, places you've been that are, it's just like, oh, this reminds me of that time I was in love. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of the feeling that this song is. 
Cool, yeah. I really like the music. <laughs> it's good. Well, Yellow Ostrich does seem to be a pretty cool band it to kinda me. It kind of builds up and the beat's kind of broken off, but it, it, it comes together in the end. It's a really, really good song. You know I it. agree. I agree. Thanks. Actually, Lauren helped with that one, though. And an assist from ear buddy Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of ear buddies. Speaking of ear buddies, there's a lot of people. A that lot know, of feedback. That know weird love songs. There was a lot of feedback this week. They have it in their pockets, just holding those weird love songs for this theme. Th- they've got a hand on the holster. I of know. The weird love, they're like, ready pew, to drop. Pew, 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 pew. So, we would like to consult our dear... And loved ear buddies. (laughs) All right. Who is our first ear buddy? The woman who brought us this theme. The superior, amazing Asia. The first lever of a review on iTunes. Asia. We love you, Asia. We love you, Asia. (laughs) This is like our weird love song to Asia. (laughs) With this podcast? Yes. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) So, Asia, who she sent us an email last week with two suggestions, and she did put a Bjork song up, but we decided between Pete Yorn and Lucinda Williams, and we went with Pete Yorn's Life on a Chain. Yeah, it really is. It's got weird feelings involved with it. Weird, weird feelings that are not love, but are also love. Weird love. Weird love. This is- <laughs> I have a lot of fond memories of this song, and it kind of reminds me of a breakup around that time. Well, apparently I was living under a rock around that time, because I didn't know about this song. <laughs> uh, that's okay, Amy. I worked next door to a CD shop when this came out. Well, I was hanging out with like Patrick the Starfish underneath a rock. And that's what I was doing probably in 2001. <laughs> Deep cut. Not even early. <laughs> All right. My little sister, Samantha, gave us a great suggestion with Not Fair by Lily Allen. in the wet patch in the middle of the bed. I'm feeling pretty damn hard done by. I spent ages giving head then I.
I think he just needs to bring some more stuff to bed. Play play toys? You know, just some accoutrement. Accoutrement. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it seems like Lily's uh, lover is inadequate in this song. Yes, I think that's the delicate way to say either, it. Either not going the distance or maybe not caring enough to bring her right. to that. I think it, it doesn't matter about if you go to the, go the distance. I think you just might need to put in some extra work before or after to go the distance. Exactly. Um, you don't have one. There's not just one tool in the toolbox there, bro. No, there's not. There's several. <laughs> um, this, this song is awesome. It's kind of like... Uh, like a modern pop country, like she's a pop singer. Yeah. But the video is like country. It's yeah. great. Uh, I don't know. I mean, how much country is actually in the music, though? Plenty. Nah. Plenty the Elder? There's a banjo solo. <laughs> All right. So who is our next ear buddy? Larry, who is, who's very kind to my censorship sensibilities and brought us, he brought us two songs by Harry Nilsson, but we're going to go with Joy. The other day. Met a girl named Joy. She said, Come here, I'm gonna make you my joy, boy. Well, things went good and things went bad. Now, every time I think of joy, it makes me sad. It makes me sad. The other day, I met a girl named Joy. She said, Roy, I'm gonna make you my joy, boy. Well, she took me for a ride, sort of a joy ride. Now every time I think of joy, I get all weird inside. I, I put aside a quote from this, uh, quote, but if everyone was happy, there'd never be a love song, end quote. Thank you, Nielsen. See, this is just like, the, the this is what makes this song really cool about being a weird love song. It's like, he's kind of angry about loving Joy, but I did love Joy, and it's not really a breakup song. It's just like, okay, this happened, and complicated feelings. And I feel like a lot of, from the two songs I listened to this week of Harry Nielsen's, I feel like he did have complicated feelings about love in this period of time. Uh, and probably in all periods of time. <laughs> but um, this is a great example of a nice little country waltz. So good good to have some country on a weird love song show. <laughs> no tractors were harmed in the making of this episode. That we know of. Okay. And I, because I swore I was going to dig through our Facebook group page, um, I saw that Bobby suggested this little ditty by Jukebox the Ghost, Under My Skin. I can do your breathing under my skin, yeah. I can do your breathing under my skin. And each breath you take, it's a brand new begin. Each breath you take, brand new beginning. Children. 
<laughs> this is a very fun song. Uh, the piano is very playful, and the lyrics are pretty weird. I think somebody posted the lyrics in the YouTube comments, and I was reading along as I was listening to the song. <laughs> and if you take some of this literally... I think this is the definition of a weird love song. And um, I think it's... I guess it's like, okay, there's two people within my skin, and like one of the people is you, and I can feel your heartbeat. I mean, it's not at all <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. I can feel you breathing inside my skin. Yeah. So it's hard to follow up with that, but Craig sent The Nurse Who Loved Me by Failure. no idea that perfect circles covered this i had no idea i i apparently forgot that they did yeah like um well i didn't like tool so i did like a perfect circle yeah like i always thought this was kind of like creepy and like a transference type of thing where it's like oh this nurse definitely likes me but i'm probably like hooked up on some methadone so i definitely like her or maybe I'm like a mentally ill person in a hospital and I view the nurse interacting normally with the other people, but it seems like she's being so overly flirty and nice with me. I think he's got the methadone. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she's totally giving him some spare methadone or some spare drugs of some sort. Oh, you think she's slipping him extra? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, I guess that could be love. Me yeah, yeah, for some people. I mean, that's not very, that's not healthy mm. for your liver. Not no, it's, no, it's not no. at all. <laughs> you know what else, though, Jason? We, tell, tell me like, about it. Let alone did we get tons of suggestions that we could not even get all of them in the ear buddies. And we couldn't even get all of the feedback in, but we did get some feedback. And how about we go ahead and listen to this particular voicemail? Paint your bold spot. Hey, Amy and Jason, this is your imaginary friend, Bob Stein from Downingtown, PA. Curse you in a good way, Amy Shepard, for getting me to listen to your podcast, because now I have thousands more to listen to, but you guys are doing an awesome, awesome job. Um, I, I really have enjoyed it. Um, I want to recommend a song for your weird love song episode, and that is The Masochism Tango by Tom Lehrer, uh, done back probably in the late 1950s, early 1960s. I uh, won't say much more about it. If you can find it and listen to it, you'll see why. Uh, take care, and I love turtles. So, Jason, do you paint your bald spot? 
<laughs> I do paint my bald spot, Bob. <laughs> um, I, there was so much I had to like describe of Little Red Bandwagon and TBTLD, didn't I? Yeah, I'm kind of a layperson when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> so now you've been exposed to Larry King. And and painting my bald spot. Yes. Paint your bald spot. <laughs> so that's a theme. And you know what? I've decided that we definitely need to end on Masochism Tango by Tom Lair. Because this song is weird, bruh. It is, it is super weird and it's funny. It's almost like uh, I didn't know anything about Tom Lair. Like he's kind of comedic in a way. But this could have could have seemed a little taboo to sing about in the fifties. Nineteen fifties Weird Al with the piano. That's him. There That's you go. Tom Lair. Ta-da. So listen, listen for that at the end. <laughs> I'm, I'm really um, I'm happy with your selection, Bob. Bob, I had no idea that this existed, and it has now completed my like my like life totally. Also, th- <laughs> we're gonna be good friends, Bob. I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> Um, and we also got a very short email. All right. Uh, Marvin, I Love You by Marvin the Paranoid Android is a really weird love song. Gary from Toronto. I just found out we have a Canadian listener. <laughs> How's it going up there, Gary? <laughs> Let's go ahead and listen to this amazing little song that I didn't know existed. One day, being very bored, he thought it would be a good idea to tidy up all his old programs in his dusty old data bank. Checking them through, he accidentally pushed a wrong button and suddenly he heard... Marvin, I love you. Marvin, I love you. Well, he was sure he hadn't heard that ever before. He wasn't even sure he'd heard it that time because being a boy... Yeah, so apparently the guy that did the voice for Marvin in the original BBC series of Hitchhiker's Guide recorded this album... It's a, it's a, I think it's like two songs. Uh, yeah, as, as Marvin. And it's, it's, it's magical. I'm so happy this exists. I'm like, I didn't know this existed. And Marvin, as played by Alan Rickman, made me so happy. But this one makes me, it's just is so happy. And you know what? We also got something weird. We got an enigma. Well, let's play that enigma. Every, huh? Everything is awesome. Everything is cool whenever you're back. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool. I'm not the rest. Well, it's a song. Yeah. I think he forgot the rest of the words. That's okay. Also, one of our ear buddies is either letting their child listen to the show or forcing their child to sing. Oh, I thought maybe there was helium involved. Helium? Maybe there was helium involved. I don't know, but I did. So no child labor laws were broken in the making of this voicemail? Maybe not, but I did trace the number. You did trace the number? I traced the number to an earlier email. <laughs> I'm not going to say who I think it is. I want you all to guess. We know who you are. We know who you are. Or at least the area of which you were calling from. <laughs> <laughs> and so next we have, um, this is an email from Naomi. And she Ooh. wrote... Uh, hello, Amy and Jason. I want to submit Bjork's Like Someone in Love for your theme of weird love songs. I first saw Bjork as a 14-year-old when she was with the Sugar Cubes, and they opened up for U2 along with Public Enemy. My 14-year-old brain didn't know what to make of such an authentically weird fairy imp, but I knew I needed to hear more. 
A year later, she went out on her own with the album debut, and this song is one of many wonderfully weird songs. It's a beautiful love song with just a guitar and lyrics, befitting a Doris Day song. Her voice is the main instrument, as it is almost a whisper at times and then rises to a shaky crescendo with pure emotion, and because it's Bjork, there is some slight growling. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait to hear the other picks this week. Hug and kiss, Naomi Hilliard. Aww. I like the Sugar Cubes as a weird little Icelandic punk band. Also, what kind of lineup is the Sugar Cubes, YouTube, and or YouTube and Public Enemy? I'm not sure. I mean, your 14 year old brain should have been exploding with that weird lineup. Was this like a music fest or something? I, it sounds like some kind of festival. I don't <laughs> think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know any other time that those people would all be together. But here's a little taste of this beautiful little song, "Like Someone in Love." I seem to walk as though I have wings Bound into things makes me think of the um, Dancer in the Dark movie whenever I hear Bjork. And so I think of like her dancing on train tracks whenever I listen to her sing. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Nobody was harmed in that well, in that part of the Right. Um, <laughs> I just have much love for Bjork for, what, two decades now? Yeah. She's been filling our ears with beautiful tunes. I used to have like a half-naked poster of her in my closet. Ooh. I know. <laughs> You're jealous. <laughs> Yes, I am. (laughs) And you know what? We also have an amazing... This is going to be our final email. I know more emails were sent, but we're probably running on the long side. I'm sorry, guys. But we also got this amazing one. Hi, ear buddies. So I love the subject for this week's podcast. Though I found it a bit perplexing. Is a weird love song weird because the love expresses is weird? Or is the adjective a reference to the song itself? Do songs of heartbreak constitute weird love songs? I think they do. I'll just throw out a lot of bizarre suggestions and let you guys sort it out. You could do a dozen podcasts about the weird love songs of the peerless Stephen Merritt, aka The Magnetic Fields, since he, in- he since he's incredibly prolific and he literally recorded a triple album called 69 Love Songs, he's made a spectacular number of weird love songs. You can do a dozen podcasts about him and not exhaust the subject. How about starting with a song where he literally sings a consumer warning label? Steven also recorded a magnificent collaborative album under the name The Sixth. In my opinion, it's one of the greatest albums ever recorded. The song Give Me Back My Dreams with Sally Timms has one of the most moving lyrics I've ever heard. You can take my heart, it's always yours, but give me back my dreams. And because I know Amy loves really long songs, Underworld's Mmm Skyscraper, I Love You is a serious 13-minute jam with some of the most random lyrics ever written. Sounds like it's up my alley. Mike. 
If you've made it this far, one last suggestion. A lovely duet, an oddly structured song between Andrew Bird and Fiona Apple, Left-Handed Kisses, where Andrew says, Now you've got me writing love songs. Yours, Mike Farnan. P.S. If you'd ever consider having a recurring subject on your podcast, I think weird love songs would be an excellent choice. I agree with that, don't you? I, I agree with that, too, just because there's so many... Like he touched on and some other your buddies touched on. So what, many. What does weird love songs mean? Yeah. So it, it can mean different things. But also, it, we, we had to pick a song from this list, too. What did we end up picking? We picked uh, Andrew Bird's Left-Handed Kisses featuring Fiona Apple. I don't believe everything happens for a reason. Us romantics out here that amounts to high treason. I don't go in for your star-crossed lovers. In the heart of a skeptic, there's a question that still hovers near. For it begs the question, how did I ever find you? Now you got me writing love songs. Come in the frame like this one. play in the way they sing like andrew bird is pretty melodic but fiona apple has this kind of offbeat like ever so slightly offbeat i would describe her as jazzy yeah but you see i like her more than i like jazz so i don't want her to be jazzy (laughs) jason's just shaking his head he disagrees with that no i don't disagree it jazzy means a lot of things i'm not even referring to the genre necessarily if there's a saxophone it's over no (laughs) <laughs> Amy? Yes? What do we love this week? Derpy dogs. Derpy dogs. You have a derpy dog, kind of. I'm, she's kind of really derpy. She's derpish. She's completely derpy. Like She's a whirling derpish. <laughs> <laughs> her, her whole life revolves around food because she loves food and she's part lab, so she's like an endless stomach, or what she believes is an endless stomach. But she's really kind of derpy because there's, like, the food is, like, on ground level and if she wants to eat she literally could stick her face in the bag of food and eat all the food but she doesn't even notice that's good that right. seems like a better trained dog <laughs> oh didn't train uh, that <laughs> like we didn't do that on purpose <laughs> no <laughs> um i had a really derpy chihuahua named tiny he was technically my first pet i wanted a puppy so i got a puppy you got a puppy of indiscriminate <laughs> right and he turned out to be really derpy and cute and he, Tiny, lived for about 12 years. Yeah, and we were just talking about a derpy dog that, like, ended up knocking his head on a table because he 
he wagged his tail and he knocked ping pongs off of a table, which scared him. And then he ran into a table and then ran into a door and then got scared by the sound that made. <laughs> so and and ran into a corner and cut his head. Oh, poor derpy dog. Poor derp. Oh, derp. So if you want to um, let us know about your derpy dogs, you can reach us at ENDpod on the Twitter. And if you want to talk about jazzy long songs, you're going to want to reach out to at the JB Guarantee. And if you want to talk about really fast pop songs, send it on over to at Madam Woodlight. Hey, how do you join the discussion with all the other ear buddies? Uh, what you can do is go to Facebook and in your search, uh, look for earbuds and earworms podcast group. And you could just join. And guess what? We let all kinds of people in. Anyone who wants to be a part of it, to be a part of it, we want them to then invite their friends. Gary from Toronto, looking at you. <laughs> Why are you singing out, singling out Gary? He's from Toronto. Go Maple Leafs. <laughs> and if you want to send an email, uh, you know, it's a really good way to get the final song uh, and also to send us your suggestions. So I, I guess this time we literally did have the what if we get an email? What if we get a voicemail? Yeah, I always wondered what would happen. Who would win? And somehow it, it worked out, didn't it? It balanced out. Right. Um, but that's enepod at gmail.com. And we are always available at enepod.com, a part of the 10710 network. You know, Nerd Out Loud, Little Red Bandwagon. I actually found out something cool this week. What? You can go to 10710.com and, and search the website. Yeah. Like, if I wanted to look up times that Jimi Hendrix was in any 10710 show, I just type in Jimi Hendrix. So you want to say you're welcome? You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I make that happen. <laughs> Yay. Jeremy taught me how to make that happen. Yay. <laughs> and so if you want to leave us an amazing voicemail or force your children to sing for us, you're going to need to call 731-400-BUDS. Or 731-400-2837. Le- leave us a little voicemail and be a part of our quaint little podcast. And thank you so much, Bob. Your voice makes me so happy. You're, you're the best, Bob. <laughs> And also, um, if you want to go ahead and buy stuff for your derpy dog, like, you know, table protectors or like table corner protectors, keep them from knocking their heads in. They're usually used for toddlers. But if you want to go ahead and purchase some of those, you want to go on over to endpod.com slash Amazon. We get a little, a little bit of some change. It doesn't add anything to your purchase, but it sends a little our way. Hey, you know, protect your derpy dog. Protect your derpy dog. Go buy him a harness or a spike collar or some treats. Whatever (laughs) makes your derpy dog happy. They're always happy they're derpy. That's right. (laughs) And the final song, of course, is Masochism Tango by Tom Lehrer. Enjoy it. I ache for the touch of your lips, dear, but much more for the touch of your whips, dear. You can raise welts like nobody else as we dance to the masochism tango. Say our love is a flame, not an amber. Say it's me that you want to dismember Blacken my eye, set fire to my tie As we dance to the masochism tango At your command, before you here I stand 
My heart is in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's here that I must be. My heart entreats. Just hear those savage beats and go put on your cleats and come and trample me. Your heart is hard as stone or mahogany. That's why I'm in such exquisite agony. My soul is on fire. It's a flame with desire, which is why I perspire when we tango. You caught my nose in your left castanet, love. I can feel the pain yet, love. Every time I hear drums. I envy the rose that you held in your teeth, love, with the thorns underneath, love, sticking into your gums. Your eyes cast a spell that bewitches. The last time I needed twenty stitches to sew up the gash you made with your lash as we dance to the masochism tango. Bash in my brain and make me scream with pain, then kick me once again and say we'll never part. I know too well I'm underneath your spell, so darling, if you smell something burning, it's my heart. Don't you take your cigarette? from its holder and burn your initials in my shoulder fracture my spine and swear that you're mine as we dance to the masochism tango ah uh. i like pancakes